Eagles Entertainment. Welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Hello, Eagles everywhere. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. I'm at Lincoln Financial Field. It's about 1 o'clock in the morning on Monday. The Eagles lost to Washington on Sunday night. You know that. 20-14 to 14 score. Eagles finishing in fourth place in the division. They now look forward to what's going to be a very busy offseason. We've got plenty of time to talk about all of that. And we'll touch on that today with Merrill Reese, the voice of the Eagles, giving his thoughts on what the Eagles need. Philadelphia will have the sixth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, and there are a lot of areas to address with this football team. But let's begin the podcast talking about the game. The Eagles were surprisingly competitive against a Washington team that had everything on the line. Washington won the game. They clinched the division. But for a while there, the Eagles were in command, and that was because of Jalen Hurts, who had two touchdown runs. Wasn't particularly effective throwing the football just 7 of 20, 72 yards but he did things to keep away from the Washington pressure. Working against an Eagles offensive line that featured Matt Pryor at left tackle, Brett Toth at right tackle, the 13th combination the Eagles started along the offensive line in this very difficult 4-11-1 2020 season. And then, of course, Hurts came out of the game after three quarters. Nate Sudfeld went in, and we'll start right here with Doug Peterson who was asked by the media, did you play to win this game? Here's head coach Doug Peterson talking to the media. Hey, Doug. Um, obviously, there is a lot of attention being paid to the decision to put in Nate Sudfeld in the fourth quarter. Um, they said on the broadcast that that was your hope coming into the game. Uh, did you have input from Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman on that decision? Or was that, that only your decision? And were you coaching to win tonight? Yes, I was coaching and we had to win. Uh, yes, that was my decision solely. Um, Nate has uh, obviously been here for uh, four years, um, and uh, I felt that uh, he he deserved an opportunity to uh, to get some to get some snaps. And um, um, listen, uh, if if there's anything out there that that thinks that I was not trying to win the game, I mean, you know. Ertz is out there. Brandon Graham's out there. Darius Slay's out there. You know, all our top guys are still on the field at the end. So uh, we were we were going to win the game. Jeff and then Dave Zangaro. Doug, you pulled your quarterback in, when you were down in three in the beginning of the fourth quarter. I don't think anyone thinks that you weren't trying to do something uh, in terms of tanking the game. Uh, so my question to you then is, you know, why would you do that? Is this just for the draft picks or – is this something uh, else that we're missing here? Pretty simple. Um, I wanted to get uh, the plan this week was to get Nate some time. And um, I felt like it was the time to, to get him in the game. Even then John McMullen. Hey, Doug, there's a report that Carson Wentz is expected to ask for a trade. Uh, what's your reaction to that? Do you expect that to happen? And do you think he can still be the quarterback here in the future? Look, I, I've answered this question quite a bit, um, and you know how I feel about Carson Wentz. I, I've got the utmost respect for him, and and uh, I feel like that, that we can together uh, get these things get these things corrected and, and get back on get back on track. And, and that that's my mindset going into the off season, and and um, you know uh, that's 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 where I'm at. And uh, you know all this other stuff, I believe, is just sort of you know what, what's out there. I, I haven't really seen any of that stuff, so. Um, I still have total total faith, total trust, 
in, in Carson Wentz and, and myself uh, together to uh, uh, to get the job done. On and then Nick Fierro. Hey, hey Doug. Uh, there was also reports that Jim Schwartz uh, will let his contract expire uh, and leave the Eagles. Can you confirm that? And what has he meant for you over the past five years is obviously a, a very important member of your coaching staff. Yeah, you know, as you guys know, these are the conversations that we're going to have, um, you know, here in the next next couple of days. Um, and and Jim and I will obviously sit down and, and and talk and and just see where see where he's at if if that's the case. I, I can tell you this that um, I I truly appreciate Jim Jim Schwartz and, and the five years that we've worked together and uh, helped helped the Philadelphia Eagles uh, win it win a championship in 2017 and and uh, he's really done done an outstanding you know job for for us for me and and obviously the organization so. Um, Whatever, whatever he decides moving forward, obviously I will support that, and and uh, we will have these conversations here in the next few days. Nick, and then Tim McManus. Yeah, hi, Doug. Um, as far as uh, Carson Wentz goes, um, after his rookie season, he uh, hired a personal coach, you know, to work with in the off season to help with with a lot of things mechanics. Would you necessarily encourage him to to maybe do that again, especially if you're going to be in a situation where you might be limited? Uh, again, uh, with a kind of an uncertain offseason as far as person-to-person contact? You know, these are things that players do, uh, obviously, around the league, particularly quarterbacks, and, and work work with guys that that uh, can help work on, you know, uh, work on things in the offseason because, as you know, we can't – we don't have access to our players, and, and uh, it's unfortunate the rules are that way. But, um, you know, if he can get some work in, and as long as the work is, is – uh, um, you know, in line with what we teach and, and the things that we're doing um, to help him, then then yeah, I'm all for that kind of stuff and and um, you know, getting getting himself better. Uh, I just wish that um, you know we had an opportunity as uh, you know as coaches to to really work with our players, you know, a little bit more in the offseason. Tim and then Jimmy Kemsky. Doug, in the report specifically, it said that uh, your relationship with Carson is fractured beyond repair. I'm curious from your vantage point how you view your relationship with with Wentz right now. I I, I don't understand again where these are coming from. Uh, my relationship with Carson has has uh, has has been good. You know, it's been professional. It's uh, uh, we've 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 communicated. You know, over the last month of the season. Um, I, you know, listen. I, I know I know he's frustrated. He he was a starter, and and I get that, and and that's understandable but uh you know i i, I have so much confidence in him and, and myself that we can that we can uh you know work on the things we need to work on and, and and get it get it done jimmy and then martin frank hey doug uh jason kelsey spoke pretty passionately with us a couple of weeks ago about always doing everything possible to win games no matter what your record is and even if you you're playing to win as you say most people wouldn't see it that way so is there any concern about the long-term ramifications that a game like this can have on the culture of your locker room and the prideful veterans in it? No, I don't think so. I, I, I just think that, you know, um, you know, we're in, a, we're in a situation to get some guys in the football game and, and, and play and, and help us try to win, win this game. And, and, um, you know, Kelsey obviously is, he's such a great competitor and, and um, just like, you know, all the guys that want to win and, and, and do everything, 
in their power who are who are out there playing and and um, you know uh, he's he, he's obviously a great leader, but I, I don't think there will be any issue with with uh, our culture moving forward. Martin and then Zach Berman. Hey Doug, um, what made you want to pass up the field goal there on the on that fourth and goal um, near the end of the third quarter and and. What did, what did you think about Jalen Hurts' pass into the end zone? Was that one of the reasons why you decided to take him out too? No, that wasn't the reason why I, I, I you know, I've told you the reason why I, I, I put Nate in the game. Um, yeah, you know, we they they switched they switched personnel, went to five five bigs, five D linemen, um, put a little extra pressure on a quarterback there. Uh, we had a couple runs, successful runs, and that's why they made their made their switch. So, um, made it a little bit harder there to run the ball and. And um, yeah, I would say, I would say credit credit Washington. You know they um, um, covered our guys you know pretty well. We had an opportunity there at the, the on the fourth down, just um, you know a throw that uh, Jalen would probably like to have back to Quez, and and um, you know he can, he can make he can make that make that play. But that's going to be a learning moment um, I think for all of us, and then obviously for him uh, in a situation like that. And and um, as far as going going for it, you know my mindset down there. Um, is is when you're that close, just go ahead and, and, and continue to, to stay aggressive and, and try to score. Zach and Les Bowen. Hey Doug, what was your last message to, uh, to the team in the locker room? And these these next two three days, what's the plan for you? Um, I told them that I was proud of them. You know, it's uh, not not obviously not the season that we all had uh, had hoped for at the beginning of the year, and and uh, this team. Um, Faced with a lot of adversity and a lot of a lot of scrutiny, and and uh, you know um, whether it was right or whether it was wrong, um, uh, they they hung together, and I, that's what I'm most proud of of this football team and how how guys stood up week in and week out and and uh, through through the the face of adversity, um, you know battled battled right to the end, uh, and that's what I'm the most uh, proud of. And these next couple of days are just going to be that, just uh, evaluations, you know. Um, do the exit physicals and, and things of that nature, and then and then sit down and, and, and we've got to as a staff we have to evaluate uh, everything uh, from our players to to just about everything that, that we've done this season and and uh, get a, get a plan for for 2021 moving forward. We have time for a few more, so we'll go less and then Daniel Gallon. Hi, Doug. Uh, did you ask Carson about that report today? It's a pretty important report you know given uh the stakes here if if uh, Carson Wentz wants to be traded did you approach him about that at all or ask anybody else if that were the case no hey Doug uh we saw Zach Ertz uh sitting uh, alone on the bench after the game for a while you know he's someone whose future is a little uncertain uh, had some struggles with injuries this year. What have you kind of seen from veterans like him throughout this year? And how have you kind of seen the, the emotions from older guys like that as the season ends? It's, um, it's tough on the veteran guys. I know exactly how they feel. Um, I've been there and, uh, you know, they give everything to, to the organization and to the, to their teammates. And, and, and in Zach's case, you know, it's not, not the season, you know, he had hoped for either, you know, with the injuries and, and uh, the things that that, that uh, you know he dealt with this season, but um, you know he gave everything he had today and left it out there, and uh, he battled right to the end. It's hard, it's hard when when uh, it's the last you know last football game of, of this season, you know of 2020, and 
and um, you know you just want to you just want to take it all in and, and and soak up the emotion and and uh, you know you think about you think about the immediate future and and uh, your plans and and uh, as a player and and you know but then at the end of the day you, you know you, you you get back in there with your teammates and and uh, you know um, just just support each other and and uh, it's but it's a, it's a hard it's a hard thing you know for these guys because they, they put so much into each season. Thanks for your time, Coach. The Eagles fell behind ten to nothing, just like that. But then Hertz came back with a couple of touchdown drives. Good stuff from Hertz. Number two, his fourth start of the season, his rookie year, of course. And he led a ten-play, seventy-five-yard drive. He finished it off with a six-yard touchdown run. Here's the call from Marilyn Mike. Hurts back again. He steps up. He starts to run, and he is in for the touchdown, and the Eagles take the lead. Wow. Listen, there, there's a lot of men coverage on the back end right there, and when he steps up, they're not even paying much attention to him, and he's able to run into the – they're playing man coverage. You recognize man coverage when you're a quarterback that has mobility. You take advantage of it. You run into the end zone. And then right after that in the second quarter, another long drive, seven plays, 65 yards. And once again, Jalen Hurts doing it with his legs. Fogum and Rager to the far side. So is Ward, the wing. Hurts to the near side. Scott to the right of Hurts in the gun. Motion to the near side. Hurts looks. He's rolling. Still rolling. He's going to run. He's got the first down. Cuts inside. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. Really nice design, but better than the design is Jalen Hurts' ability to get outside and make a play when the play breaks down. So he wants to throw this ball in the flat to Zach Hurts, and he's also got Greg Ward out there, but both are covered. He sashays inside of the defense as they're trying to get out to him and into the end zone. There is no substitute for sheer athleticism. Hertz, though, came out after three quarters, talked about that as well as lessons learned in his rookie season. Here's Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen, um, after these, after these uh, three or four games that you have played in for the Eagles, how would you evaluate your own performance? Um, for me, not enough. Um, you know, when I was granted the opportunity um, to lead this team, you know, I had every intention on make it to the postseason um, and getting those things. But um, there, there are a lot of learning experiences out there for me, out there for this football team. And, um, you know, I've said it before, those are things that we will learn from. Um, you know, <laughs> we're going to learn from them, and the, the sun will shine real soon. Were you disappointed at being pulled in the fourth quarter? Nah, every as a competitor, um, I, I play to win, um, and you know you got to trust uh, trust coach with that. John and then Martin Frank. Hey Jalen, uh, was that the plan coming in? Did you guys have uh, a, a game plan in place where Nate would come in at some point, or was that kind of uh, just in game? Um, you know, I, I knew um, you know Nate's worked really hard um, all year. You know, and I think he's a great player. You know, 
coach wanted to give him an opportunity at some point in the game. Um, and, you know, he was given the opportunity. Obviously, like I said, me being a competitor, um, talk about winning all the time, going out there and trying to win all the time. And that's what I'm all about. Um, but, like I said, I, I trust coach with that. That's, that's all I can do. Martin and Zach Berman. Hey Jalen, can can you describe what kind of happened on that on that fourth fourth and goal play? Um, I know you were under some pressure there, but did you see Quez, and do you think you could have made a better throw? Oh, without a doubt. Um, couldn't really get it. I couldn't get the ump on it like I wanted to. Um, but yeah, most definitely, most definitely, a situation like that, score a touchdown. It's a throw that I make often. Um, score a touchdown is 21, 20 maybe in the end, and they have to go score. Um, so it's tough. Zach and then Jeff McLean. Hey, Jalen, you said you're a competitor and you play to win. What kind of message does it send then when in a three-point game the starting quarterback gets, gets pulled Can you repeat your question? Yes. What's the message that it sends to you as a leader in the locker room and to the locker room overall when the starting quarterback gets pulled in a three-point game in the fourth quarter? Is that is that playing the win in that situation? No, I know Coach had a plan. To, um, you know, go about it the way he did, and um, I believe he stuck to his plan. So, you know, I hate that. Um, in the end, I had an opportunity to go up. Um, making that throw, you know, trying to take advantage of every opportunity I had. So making that throw is probably a, a different outcome. But, you know, this, this <laughs> it's kind of crazy because this was sit on my chest all offseason. Um, you know, kind of failing to get to the postseason, all the hard work we put in, it's going to sit on my chest. And um, it's going to sit on all of our chest. And we we're going to come back um, on a mission. Jeff McLean and then Jeff Skaversky. Uh, Jalen, there was a report that uh, Carson Wentz wants to be traded this offseason, that his relationship with Doug Peterson has been fractured. Uh, what do you make of that report? That's uh, <laughs> something you have to ask. Um, those two individuals, um, Carson and Coach. Jeff Skaversky and Mike Kay. Hey, what's up, Jalen? You know, I know you earlier you said that, hey, you didn't feel like you did enough and you wanted to do more um, as the Eagles quarterback. Do you feel like you have shown Doug Peterson and this franchise enough that you're going to be the starting quarterback next season? Do you believe you have shown enough? You know, that's another question you got to ask him. Um, but I, I'll just I'll just tell you where I'm coming from. I'll tell you where I'm coming from from a mentality standpoint. Um, you know, I want to I want I want to get better as a quarterback every day. Um, as a competitor, I want to dominate and take advantage of every opportunity that I have. You know, obviously some things that I'm going to learn from. This team is going to learn from. Um, you know, fat last four games, this whole entire season. Um, and, I think I take I take that uh, very personally in learning from it. So as I alluded to earlier, um, going into this off season, 
on the mission. And what's your understanding? What what's your understanding of of your status this offseason and, and where you stand on the quarterback death chart? For me, just <laughs> go out there and uh, you know, control what I can. Kind of the same question, but I promise you, I'm not worried about anything else but being the best quarterback I can be. And, um, Thank you. That that you know, should handle this stuff. Thank you. Mike Kay and Ed Kratz. Jalen, uh, Zach Ertz's future's up in the air. Uh, he played the entire game tonight. What was his energy like in the huddle? Um, what did he bring to the offense tonight? And, and what has he brought to you over these last four games? You know, I have a lot of respect for Zach. The things that he's, he's done, um, he's a great player. And, um, you know, the, the belief he's shown to me, encouragement towards me. Um, I, I respect him. What, I mean, the work he puts in. You know, I remember when I first got to Philadelphia and I asked you, I, I asked Zach, um, one of the training days we had, I asked him, um, I said, why do you why do you play this game? You know, what do you love about this game? He said, you know, he, he truly has a desire to be the best. Um, and it's a guy like that, that um, you admire that. It's a guy that I respect highly. Um, and I respect his mentality about how he approaches it. We have time for one more, so we'll end it here with Ed. Yeah, hi, Jalen. You had the four-game taste of the NFL now. Um, what are the biggest differences that you've noticed between life in the NFL versus playing at big-time programs like Bama and Oklahoma? Yeah, um, good to, I guess, get those on the four games, four preseason games. Um, great, great competitors every Sunday. Um, great competitors every Sunday. I think regardless of who we're playing, um, who we're going out there and battling with, um, it all comes down to what you do and, and how you execute. Um, having the right mentality, going out there and executing and being consistent. Um, everybody being <clears throat> willing to learn from their, from their mistakes, apply them moving forward, and um, go play ball, you know. And I think this is a, a situation where we're all um, not satisfied uh, with, how, with how this thing ended up. But it's a so what, not one mentality, and, and that's what I have. going to be stronger from it, you know, we're going to work our tail off, I'm going to work my tail off, um, and the sun will shine real soon. Thanks for the time, Jalen. Thank you. That was it for the offensive highlights for Philadelphia. Now, uh, so many stories you heard earlier, Peterson talking about Jim Schwartz, reports that he will leave the game of football, the NFL, for at least a year. We'll see what happens there. Also, the relationship with Carson Wentz, who was inactive for this game. Peterson talked about that. Alex Singleton had another big game for the Eagles at the linebacker position. Uh, unofficially here, 14 tackles, a quarterback sack, a hurry, a tackle for loss. Singleton talking about the performance that uh, the Eagles defense had, his learning in this first full season with the Eagles, and then the potential departure of Schwartz as the Eagles defensive coordinator. 
Hi, hey, Alex. Um, I just want to ask you if you've given any thought to your future, and I know you're an exclusive rights-free agent. Um, I'm back here. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I want to be here. This is, you know, the place that gave me an opportunity. So, you know, and I, you know, as much as I know about the exclusive rights, you know, it, it's it's in the Eagles' hands, and um, you know, uh, hopefully, I'm back here for 2021. Mike and the Wolf. Hey, Alex. It seemed like the defense really played their hearts out for Jim Schwartz in a game of, that was based around pride. Uh, what did he tell you guys in that huddle prior to the game? You know, just leave it all out there. You know, it's the last game. We've got 60 minutes to play together. You, uh, you know, it's pro sports. You're never going to get to play with those guys again. So, you know, leave it all out there and do everything you can to win this game. And, you know, just, just put everything out there. What has Jim meant to you since you've been here uh, as far as uh, defensive coordinator is concerned? I mean, that's the, that's the smartest football mind I've ever been around. Just the stuff that he knows, you know, I, I take notes, you know, just all the stuff that he says all the time and, you know, just the little nuances to the game that I, I've just learned just from him talking, just the day in and day out, just in a casual meeting, just what he, you know, on third down and short, you know, just the stuff that he, that he says that just kind of, I think he just, just knows so much football and, you know, just, you know, everything. And, you know, you know, I think he says all the time, he, he might be the hardest guy on us. And I think you just learn to respect it so much as time goes on. And you know, I respect him more than anything in the world and couldn't be happier to play for him. Oh, and then less. Did Jim address uh, the report that this will be his, uh, you know, he's stepping away in the off season that he's going to be stepping down. Um, and did you guys talk about that as a team? No, uh, that's, you know, I don't, all the rumors, you know, we, we've had so many rumors around here, you know, everything just kind of goes in one ear, goes out the other. We, you know, no matter what it is, you know, we're, we're going to play hard every game. Go ahead, last and then John McMullen. So you didn't know about this, uh, Alex, until I guess it came out yesterday. Uh, what was your reaction? To the, the rumors to about Jim? Jim's, uh, the, the fact that Jim will step down. Uh, you know, you know, just like anything, you know, we're going to come out and, you know, do everything we can, you know, whether, whether someone's staying, leaving, you know, we're going to, you know, do everything we can, you know, this, the whole room's going to change, you know, no matter what, you know, like I said, it's pro sports, you're never going to play with the same, the same 11, the same coaching staff, no matter if you're a Super Bowl champion or, you know, a team that had a season like us, you know, it's just all about, you know, just doing everything you can to play with each other for the 16 that you get. Thank you. Go ahead, John. Hey, Alex, to kind of follow up on that, you've uh, you've obviously been around. You've been New England, Seattle, I think Minnesota. Uh, ha have you thought about potentially uh, going into a new defense now that you've kind of solidified yourself in this one? Uh, no, I haven't thought about nothing but Washington this whole week. And, you know, Dallas week before that, you know, it's, this is the National Football League. If you start thinking about the future, you're going to, you know, get punched in the mouth. So I, I've been focusing 100% on, you know, the games that we've had. We're going to wrap it up here on this Eagles Insider Podcast instant reaction with some instant reaction from the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles. Merrill Reese, tough season for him, broadcasting all of his games from Lincoln Financial Field, home and away. A different experience for Merrill, who has some very clear thoughts on what is next for the Philadelphia Eagles at the quarterback position and what needs they have for 2021. All right, Merrill, 2020, the season that was, is done. Four wins, 11 losses, and one tie. What will you remember from this season? 
Well, I think what I may be remembering is a changing of the guard. The fact that this is not coming from the Eagles. It's just my own impression that I would be surprised based on what I saw this season if Jalen Hurts isn't your starting quarterback going into 2021. And then what does that mean for number 11, Carson Wentz? You can only guess. Um, Again, no inside information. I can't imagine that, you know, somebody once said if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. And I know there are salary cap considerations, but it wouldn't surprise me if he were playing elsewhere next year. Merrill, what did what did Jalen show you in the four starts and then the finishing up the game in Green Bay? Well, I don't think you could look at his statistics in this final start and make any kind of an evaluation. But what I thought I saw, what I saw was a quarterback who has exceptional athletic ability, a strong arm, good decision-making, and the ability to avoid a rush. I think I saw a lot of very good things about Jalen Hurts, and I think based on what I saw, he has the ability to be a starter in the National Football League and a winning starter. Merrill, I guess the question is that most Eagles fans have is how long or what is needed to get the Eagles back to the top. What do you think? Well, for one thing, what I've come away with, and, and this weekend only added to it, I've heard people say the Eagles are so bad, they've gone from the top to become the worst team in the NFC East. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I think, really, if you took a blanket and threw it over the teams in the NFC East, all four of them, they'd all fit under that same blanket. I don't think the Eagles have, are any any weaker than the Cowboys, the Giants, and, and certainly not the Washington team. I, but, but look, here were the Washington team, the Washington team on Sunday night with their starters, with every starter they could muster up, playing against a backup group of Eagles. And I believe that if Jalen Hurts had stayed in the game, the Eagles had a good chance of winning, winning that game. Would you, off the top of your head, Merrill, because I know you're still kind of caught in this game, do you have positions of need prioritized at all moving into 2021? Absolutely. What are you thinking? Absolutely. Look, there's going to be a glamorous receiver who is going in the first round. I don't know how early. Devontae Smith from Alabama. He's exceptional. But I think the Eagles have too many other needs. I think they have a real need. I really do. At defense. Whether it be a defensive tackle. Whether it be a linebacker. I know that's not a popular position to to say. But a linebacker. Or even a top-notch shutdown corner. I think... I think... They have to go defense. Merrill, what was your, I guess, kind of most disappointing part of this season? It's certainly nobody expected 4-11-1. It's funny because this is a season that nobody knew we would even be able to complete. So the fact that we had football, that we had all 16 regular season games, I think that's great. I think that's great. I think a lot of people in the league, 
and in the Eagles organization deserve tremendous credit for making that happen. I also think that little did I realize it at the time, but the turning point for this football team was late in the second quarter on September 13th at Washington, where they let the beginnings of a 17-0 lead dissipate. And they never really regained their balance after that. They had a game here and there, of course, the game in San Francisco. But there were too many games they could have won, and they let them slip away. So do they need help? Absolutely. Must the draft and free agency be productive? Of course. But, again, I'm not somebody who thinks the Eagles are sinking slowly away and they're not going to be heard from next season. I don't believe that at all. You know, I agree with you on that September 13th analysis. And it started with Carson Wentz interceptions, and Carson never recovered. Merrill, what do you think happened to Carson Wentz in 2020? I, what happened? I, what happened I, to, I don't know. What happened to him? Yeah. What? How did that fall? He, he fell so fast, so far. The turnovers, the bad decisions, taking sacks. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing from a veteran quarterback. Look, look, he didn't have the greatest supporting cast in the world. But I saw Carson Wentz who could not make the decisions that he used to make. Or a Carson Wentz who couldn't extend plays the way he did in his first two years. And each week, I think it became more and more frustrating to the point where when he took that sack in the end zone in Cleveland, I couldn't believe it. And then the week later, it goes into the Green Bay, moves the team downfield, and successively gets sacked out of field goal range. I mean, these are balls that he should be able to throw away. I, I just don't know what happened, but he was not the same player. So, Merrill, the Merrill plan, from what we know, having this conversation, is A, that you believe the Eagles are not far away, it's certainly in the division, B, in the division, in the division. Right. I'm not saying B, they're going to come back and be a Super Bowl contender, but certainly a division title is possible. Okay. B, you would go with you would say Jalen Hurts is your quarterback moving forward, correct? I, I have to be honest and tell you that what I saw appeared to be very promising. And then C, in the draft, you would go defense first. I would. I would. Unless the value of the player available at the sixth spot was so overwhelmingly in favor of an offensive player. But, I mean, if there was a great offensive lineman out there, you might have to consider him. But my, my tendency would be to go heavy on defense. You're going to have a new defensive coordinator. Let's see what kind of defense he comes with, what his style is, and fit somebody who is an impact player, who is a game changer. We saw what a player like Chase Young in his very first year could do to the entire Washington defense. And then, Merrill, finally, your takeaways here from a season of you broadcasting every game from a suite at Lincoln Financial Field, home and away, What was with no fans here for the most part, what was the experience like for you? Well, I never stopped missing the fans. But the fact that Entercom Communications and the Philadelphia Eagles provided us with a very, very good 
safe environment with which we could broadcast the games was absolutely wonderful, and I'm deeply appreciative. And we were still able to broadcast the games and enjoy every game. Not, not the outcomes, but the process of broadcasting the games. Isn't it so difficult to go through a season at 4-11-1 when you go, boy, you don't even know what your starting offensive line is going to be week to week, play to play sometimes. The quarterback falls so far. The offense, in a year where a record number of points scored, the offense really only averaged about 20 points a game. The defense gave up too many points, too many big plays, didn't take the football away enough. You've been around a long time, Earl. This has to rank as one of your more disappointing seasons. It was. It truly was. No doubt about it. But, uh, again, the, 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 the fact of the matter was we, we got the season in under the most adverse conditions of my lifetime. So, for that, I'm grateful. Merrill, we're grateful for you. Thank you so much for your help all season, and we'll be talking to you in the weeks and months ahead as the Eagles put together a team for 2021. Thanks, Dave. Take care, Merrill. That will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group, our instant reaction. I'm Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks to Peter Kelly, Ray Doyle, and Tyler Lewis for their great work. Thanks to all of you for joining each and every episode. We've got another one coming your way on Tuesday. Doug Peterson, one-on-one. Find out what's next for the Eagles as the offseason begins. I'm Insider Dave Spadaro here at Lincoln Financial Field. Thanks so much for joining us. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. And as always... Fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S.